Welcome to Conversations on Coast Access Radio. In this program we have conversations with people about their interests, their lives, the things that motivate and excite them. So relax and enjoy this conversation. I'm Todd Zainer. This also goes to our friends at Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay. It's been a few months since I spoke with the family and back to the United States. Let's catch up to see how they're doing as far as COVID and booster shots. My cousin in Phoenix, Arizona, whom I rarely see, he's Rick Zainer. Still reasonably good weather for you to get out and about, Rick. Oh, it's beautiful here. Hello, Todd. Good to hear from you again. Uh, this is why we suffer in Phoenix through the summers of 110 to 120 degrees, because right now here in November, which is the winter, it's almost the winter for us. Uh, it's 77 degrees outside. It's beautiful. And I do my hikes every morning. And uh, it's just it's it's a real great time of the year in Phoenix. Terrible because you still have to watch what you step on. There was a photo of you a week or so ago with something poking out of the ground, Rick. Right. There was a, on, on one of the hills that I had hiked up, there was a, a snake sticking out of the hole, and I couldn't tell if it was a rattler or not. The only re- really way of telling is to see the tail, and the last thing I was going to do was pull that snake out of the hole to check his tail. <laughs> um, uh, but, on a, but on a nice note, yesterday on one of my hikes, I saw an American bald eagle uh, flying overhead, and that was a beautiful sight. I never saw a bald eagle in the wild like that. I hope you had a hat on and it didn't fly directly over you. No, no, I made sure uh, to keep my mouth closed when I was taking the footage also <laughs> on my camera. So let's talk about what's going on in the United States. The USA is basically open for business. You can go wherever you like. COVID's still a thing, though, isn't it? COVID is still a thing, and uh, it pains me to say this, but uh, we we are our own worst enemy here in the United States because on Saturday, which is a big sports sporting day for the uh, college uh, college community, on Saturday this past Saturday, every major college football game had over a hundred thousand fans in each stadium talking and screaming and yelling at each other. Nobody was wearing masks. And then again on Sunday, which is the big uh, football, uh, national football day for uh, the United States, all of the fans, again, were all in the stands. So, you know, it, it, it's spreading, and there, there's a reason it's spreading, because everybody, nobody just uh, is on the same page. Everybody does whatever they want. It is still spreading, and the fact that it's still spreading suggests that booster shots are something that are coming in. You're down for a booster shot, or you've already had it? Um, My doctor said I am due for a booster shot in uh, early December. I could actually get one now if I wanted to. I'm I'm just going to do whatever my doctor said to do. Um, They are now already immunizing children here in the united states um so there's big controversy you know you have a lot of these people that are not considerably anti-vaxxers but they just don't want they don't for any whatever their reason is they don't want to get the vaccine and then you also have uh the the school that says well 
you should get the vaccine so that you protect other people. But, you know, uh, when you see what's going on in the in the malls and at the sporting events, it, it almost makes you feel that this is going to end up being a herd immunity. Uh, the, the people that will get it will some will die and some won't and the rest will just get the immunity that way. So are there rules and restrictions for people who have not had vaccinations or they can just mix and mingle with everyone else? No, there are no restrictions, no rules. There, You know, every individual store you go into will say, please adhere to uh, social distancing. Uh, we, we recommend highly wear a mask, even if you're vaccinated. Uh, but I, I was just in the grocery store today and uh, half the people wore masks and half didn't. And you're still supposed to keep your distance or that doesn't matter either? No, that doesn't matter at all. Not not whatsoever. You could go anywhere. You, uh, you could drive anywhere. You could go to the parks. You could do anything you want to do. And there's no restrictions on how close you have to be to anyone else. Now, earlier this year, you had COVID. You had the symptoms. You had to isolate and so on. Are you fully recovered? No, I'm not. I, in fact, I was telling my wife, Roseanne, the other night, um, my taste, I, I, I got COVID back in February or January of this year, and I lost all my sense of taste, and that has never really come back fully yet. Even now, it, it, it's, very, it, it's very minimal, my taste. And uh, I was just telling Roseanne the other day that uh, I think maybe maybe I may have COVID again. I'm not sure if I do or I don't because my taste is not coming back, and I'm not, and I'm just not feeling that strong. Um, but then after having COVID, I did take the two series of Moderna vaccinations. So I'm not sure what to say. I don't I don't think I ever did uh, recover from having the COVID. I think the taste issue may linger for a long time. Speaking of, you know, people in the family who have had COVID, you've just told me there's another case, and this is a little frightening because this is just for a very young person in the family. Right. My oldest sister, Star, has uh, three children, and her youngest, uh, who's Julie, uh, Julie has two little girls, five and... uh, nine years old i believe their ages are and the five-year-old chloe just came down with covid and because she has covid uh that whole household now has to quarantine for 10 days or 14 days i think is the answer and uh unfortunately my sister was around them and my sister has her own issues with her husband being in a rehab center uh recovering from a stroke so she's not allowed to go see her husband and uh and this little girl this chloe was five years old and and she's had the vaccination and yet she still uh came down with COVID. and uh it might interest you and your your listeners to understand that my niece julie is the most careful of everybody in my family they wear masks everywhere no matter what they wash all the time uh chloe went to school goes to school wearing a mask at all times the only time she takes off her mask is to eat uh lunch in in the school uh we have no idea how she even got 
mm. COVID because she doesn't go near anybody, and yet she got it. Do they these days worry about tracing where COVID comes from? I guess the numbers are just so high still in the whole of the United States. Is it something that they do or they're just going to say, ah, she's got it, she just has to isolate and so be it? No, they absolutely don't do tracing anymore. And if, and, and if they do, I don't know. I'm not aware of it. Uh, they they just treat you as if you're a new patient and and they go on from there. When you go out and about, you know, you're encouraged, say, to wear masks and so on. Do you, for example, if you're going to a restaurant or you're going to a business or you're going to the supermarket, do you have to, say, scan in using your, your phone uh, or do you have to make a note of the fact that you're going into a particular business like we do here or do you just walk in like the good old days it's ju it's just like the good old days in fact this is it's funny you said that I, I i don't know i guess in new zealand you have self-checkout at the grocery stores like we do here in america yeah and they don't even have any disinfect they don't have any disinfecting going on uh after one person leaves after touching their screen constantly touching the screen and scanning their groceries then you go up there and you do the same thing they don't even have any anti and any uh antibacterial stuff or anything it's just uh the shopping carts everyone grabs shopping carts and and there's no no cleaning of the shopping carts going on everything is as if ever there are still hundreds if not thousands of people dying in the states every day there's statistics still coming out about that rick um i'm sure there are but they don't announce it anymore it's fu very funny you said that we don't uh, you, that used to be the top story all the time about how many deaths there were or which way the curve is whether the curve is flattening but honestly i do not uh hear anything on the news at all about how many people have died in in recent days i mean despite the fact that you're double vaccinated like most people you still have a chance of getting it again don't you absolutely uh roseanne works with people uh there there is there is a mandate uh, i may have to backtrack to what i said to a, one of the questions i answered from you earlier uh the the federal government in the united states uh they are mandating that the empl any employee of the government needs to be vaccinated by the end by the middle of december or they risk losing their job. So Roseanne works in a in a company that uh, is a contractor to a federal government. And uh, even though Roseanne said everybody at her company is vaccinated, there are still people that are vaccinated that are calling out because they have they have gotten COVID yet again. But traveling within the United States and inviting people from overseas that's essentially allowed isn't it there's no there's no no issues with traveling um my brother your other cousin rob is over in france right now he's been there for uh, two weeks and he he's coming back i believe this weekend or or today or tomorrow and there's no quarantines that he has to do he just had to prove that he had a negative test when he left the united states and show that he was vaccinated and he was able to go to France, and now he's coming back to the United States without any issues.
So when he comes back, he just can go straight home again, like the good old days. You don't have to quarantine. You don't have to prove where you've been. Nothing like that. Nothing, nothing like that at all. He'll go, he will go into, he's a dentist, as you know, and he will be working in, in people's mouths the next day after traveling or halfway around the world. It's, it's crazy. Do you feel safe? You know, I, I feel safe. I do only because I received my vaccines. I believe the vaccinations work. Um, I believe if I do have COVID, I will recover from it as I did before when I didn't have the vaccines. I'm not, I'm not one of those type of squeamish people that, that will cross the road if I see you walking on this side of the road. I do feel safe. Most of the people in America feel safe and, um, way of life now just to hear about COVID and see some people wearing masks and hearing about people getting vaccines. Talk about the sentiment in the United States as far as anti-vaccination is concerned. Is there a bit of a groundswell of people saying, no, no one's telling us what to do? Is it that bad? Are there thousands of people protesting about it? Well, there are not thousands actually protesting about it, but uh there are uh, there are it's very political it has become it's become very alienating uh we have people in our neighborhood that that are absolutely dead against getting a vaccine they said nope i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it and you as a neighbor have the right to either be with them or not be with them Uh, in my case it doesn't matter to me um i i will i will hang around or go to a party with them or or whatnot but there is there's some group of people that will uh sometimes even be rude and say i'm sorry because you're not vaccinating i'm not gonna come to your party and 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 there are many instances where people shout at each other about whether or not they should be vaccinated but no there aren't a lot of protesting going on but you could absolutely see the tension and feel the ground swelling from those that believe in it and those that don't. I'm putting you on the spot, but again, statistically, do you know what the percentage of the population, what percentage of population, say, is double vaccinated? Here in New Zealand, last you know day or so, it was up to something like 83%. I don't know whether that's the same for the United States. Uh, as far as uh, I I, you are putting me on the spot, and I don't know the answer to that right now. Uh, but I, I think there's a very high percentage uh, of those that were vaccinated the first time have been vaccinated the second time. Now, what percentage are there of people that haven't gotten any vaccines? I would venture to say at least thirty to forty percent of the country has not been vaccinated even once if you got your first vaccine then then you're sure to have gotten your second vaccine Hmm. so what are they telling you about the booster shots you have to wait a certain amount of time after your second vaccination to get your booster i believe yes i believe it's six months uh minimum after your second vaccination before you go in for a booster however if you are 65 years or older or have uh other uh other conditions uh that warrant they allow you to just go right into any normal drugstore and just get your booster right now in fact there's no wait. i remember you and i had had this conversation 
a few months ago, and it was like winning a lottery to find a place to give you a, a vaccine. Well, now in America, booster shot or even first or second vaccines, they are plentiful. You could go to any grocery store or drugstore, walk in and get a booster or get any kind of shot you want. The, the supplies are limitless. And once you get your booster shot, are they telling you that you'll need to get a booster shot every six months, every year after that? They haven't said anything after the booster, but I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and tell you it's going to be no different than the flu vaccine, where every year you have a different strain and you get a flu vaccine. I, I think we are living with a COVID vaccine yearly now for the rest of our lives. I'm just saying that because... Um, it, it, it looks like it's going that way just by the fact that they're making you get a booster. And I hear at least one company, it might be Pfizer, has been talking about maybe developing a pill instead of getting something shot in your arm. And I heard that again this morning also myself. I don't know more of the details, but um, something something tells me that uh, if if there is a form of pill I, I just think I just think those that are anti-vaxxers, those that don't want to be forced to put taking something that they don't believe in, I don't think it's going to matter to them whether it's in the form of a vaccine or a pill. Um, you're either going to want to protect yourself or you're not going to want to protect yourself. Well, Pfizer also makes Viagra, I believe, in a pill, so I hope they, they color-code it a little differently. <laughs> well, and that might be a different conversation we should have. That's right. That's right. So basically, the United States, it's free. People can come and go. Most people internationally, it sounds like, can enter the United States without having any problems at all. That's correct. I know I want to come see you desperately in New Zealand, but I would have to be put up in a hotel and quarantine. Whereas if you came here, uh, they would not. They would not make you do anything. You would get off the plane. I would pick you up, and we would go on our merry way. I suppose I'd have to prove that I've been double vaccinated more than anything. I, I'm assuming they they check that, do they? I don't know. Um, I I would think I would think before you get on the plane to come here that you would have to prove you've been vaccinated. Sure. Yeah, we're a bit behind the times. Some countries are suggesting because we are still mainly closed off. We've halved the time for managed isolation instead of 14 days if you are double vaccinated you now only need to have seven days in a quarantine facility and then isolate at home wouldn't be worth anyone's while at the moment with something like that so you can see why the united states has opened up because the economy must have must have just about stopped for a year well uh, the economy the economy has stopped to the point where uh, and, and without getting very political on this on your broadcast, uh, but there is such a need for there should be no reason that anyone in the United States cannot find a job. There should be zero unemployment right now because they everywhere you go, people are begging for employees. And, and a lot of that reason was because uh, the government started sending out checks, uh, stimulus checks or COVID relief checks uh, to, 
to people that weren't working. And in fact, they were encouraging people not to go into work and they were sending checks out. And what what you have now are people that just are living off of those checks and say, why should I go to work? And and uh, if I if I could get the government to pay me not to work. So without getting too political right now, the economy is so screwed up in that uh, there are not enough people to unload the the container ships in the ocean that are trying to bring the supplies to us. Uh, they don't. You, when when I went uh, into a restaurant with Roseanne this weekend, we we had gone to Palm Springs this weekend, and there were about twenty empty tables. And the hostess asked for my name and said. Uh, we have a 20-minute wait. I said, why is there a 20-minute wait? And she said, we don't have enough waitresses here to handle anybody. We only have one waitress for the whole restaurant. Because I was saying, well, look, you have 12 tables right there that are empty. How come I have to wait 20 minutes to sit down? And and that's why I, I'm telling you there should be uh, – the economy is so screwed up now because of uh, the COVID and the the checks and the stimuluses and everything else – that uh, that I don't know what how how the economy is going to recover when we get out of this. Price of gas, petrol has gone through the roof. You've probably never seen it higher than what it is now. It's crazy. In the last year, it's gone up at least a dollar fifty a gallon. I guess, you, um, and and in some states like California, right, a bordering state to mine. Uh, I'm paying about three ninety a gallon for gas, which was a dollar eighty last year. And then I cross the state line into California, and you add two dollars a gallon more for the same oil. It, 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 it's crazy. I've never, I've never seen such crazy prices for gasoline, for eggs, for milk. We are in a hyperinflation right now here in the United States. Um, and it's just, uh, that's more scary to me. That's more of a, you asked me if I was afraid of COVID. Actually, I'm more afraid right now of, of all the bills I have. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand. A lot of that, though, is out of the control of the United States. A lot of that's international. The price of oil has, you know, gone through the roof in the last couple of years because more people around the world are using it, supply and demand. And that has, a, I guess, a flow on effect for other commodities and so on and so on and so on. That's what makes the world turn. Yes, and I know. And we even have a shortage of truck drivers here in the United States. So when you have the supplies, and, and, and then you have to try and encourage uh, truck drivers to get the, take the jobs so prices go up again, just trying to encourage more, more, more workers. Shortages of other things as well. Toilet paper, Paper towels, those sort of things. Why are people stocking up on toilet paper? Well, I sent you a picture of what I have uh, stocked in my in my garage. Uh, the, the problem is uh, when you get when you hear the the news at night, they will inform you that that because of these container ships not being able to be unloaded, that will come back like they did last year and just the fact that they tell you that it causes people to do a run on the supermarkets and and and, and you know when you see when you, when i go shopping and i'm in one of those big uh, warehouse stores 
and I see people running to the back and grabbing a, a package of uh, a, a big package of toilet paper. I said, maybe I better get it too. And and you know, it, it's almost like a panic situation. I may have eight hundred. They'll better get another one. It's very funny. I think you've got close to a thousand rolls of toilet paper. It's incredible. But the thing is, so does everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess there's uh, something we could say about most Americans right now being, uh, yeah. uh, but we can't say that on, on the air. No, needing needing toilet paper. Is there any other commodity that you've noticed that is in short supply in the supermarkets? Um, today, I know there there is a big big demand. Uh, well, of course, the paper, all the paper goods, paper towels, uh, all of the uh, things, uh, the 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 hand sanitizers are hard to find, and um, but no, it's really it's really just those those type of things. Like we, there's plenty of water; you could get water anywhere you want. Um, it's 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 just it's just those those staples that you must have in your house at all times and it seems like toilet paper is is the one that everyone grabs first yeah well rick it's always fascinating to catch up and find out what's going on in different parts of the world and so on and who knows when we're able to see each other again i can come see you from the sounds of things but then coming back would be an issue you coming here you can come but you'd have to quarantine and it wouldn't be worth your while well, to see you, it would be worth my while. We're going to make this happen, uh, hopefully, in the next couple of years, Todd. Uh, I'm I'm really anxious to see your beautiful country. All right. And by then, you might need some more toilet paper so you can bring some back. <laughs> okay, Todd. It was great talking to you. Always good. My cousin, Rick Sainer, who I rarely see in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, the update, what's going on with covid in the United States. So that's our conversations for this week. Hope you enjoyed that. I'm Todd Zeta. You've been listening to Conversations on Coast Access Radio, a program where we talk with people about their lives, their passions, their interests. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.